Hello, I'm Scott DuPont with another episode of Finance Your Movie, sharing tips and strategies to help you fund your independent feature, documentary, short film, or web series. Our mission is to empower you to get your money to tell your story. Welcome to another episode of Finance Your Movie. I'm honored to be here with Gina Gomez, actor, producer, and Scotty Dunn. I would read all your titles, but you pretty much wear every hat in the business. I mean, writer, actor, producer, even editor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This last time um, on the last feature film we did, I was I pulled a lot during COVID, like the pandemic. And uh, yeah, I've got a lot of hats. They almost don't fit anymore. That, that's what you got to do sometimes when you're in the independent world. Yeah. So, so Gina, I'm going to start with your story a little bit, and then I'm going to talk to you, Scotty, and then we'll, we'll find that intersection point, which I think I know where it might be. But um, so Gina, you, um, you went to the University of Maryland, and then shortly after that, you came out to Hollywood to, uh, to be an actor, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, Scotty, you were literally born in a wandering carnival in Canada. <laughs> I, need, I need to some clarification on that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's unusual, I know, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I, but I really enjoyed it. It really fleshed me out as a- No, no, I'm not, I'm not joking here. Just, just so our audience understands, your parents were in some kind of carnival traveling all over Canada, right? You're kidding, right? Like, no, no. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the truth. That's what this. You know, my dad, like. my dad's a doctor. Uh, my mom is a wonderful woman. We, we, I grew up in a small town, a really small town in Illinois. No carnival, um, unfortunately. That would have been more interesting. Okay, outside Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. And okay. so you came out here to also do the acting thing, and then you, you got a really sweet uh kind of break for uh, with disney's kicking it correct in yeah. 2013 yeah yeah well i mean i've been trying to i've been making movies on my own uh, with the camera and my friends since i was young but yeah when i came to california my my big break was uh kicking it i got a few episodes on there and but that kind of you know it, it was fun acting but it also reminded me man i want to get back to making films again like mm -hmm. with, you know the indie style i i just love it so now when you said now when you were still in Chicago, you're, you're talking about picking up a camera. You're just talking about like little videos and stuff and shorts, right? Before, I'm, I'm trying to chronologically intersect us to today in 2014, which I'll talk about in just a minute. But you were just kind of doing stuff in your backyard with your family and friends or, or kids in your high school. Yeah, yeah. The only difference is they weren't shorts. They were actually like over 60 minutes. I was oh, doing wow. that a day. Yeah, yeah. It was just fun i mean i always wanted to make feature films and and so we we would get my friends together and we'd also like host um premieres but yeah these are hour-long movies very cool for... and and what kind of camera were you shooting on oh just some crappy camera i don't know i don't even remember but it had a cassette nice. you had a cassette to put in you know okay okay this <laughs> so, is the old school, old school old school video cameras literally okay so i i, I want i would love to find out the story how you gina and Scotty intersected. It looks like it, it might've been on a short film you guys both collaborated on called Today. Oh, It yeah. was actually even prior to that, we, I, got, I auditioned to be in this short film that Scott was producing and we played like 
the love interests or boyfriend girlfriend there ah. and so that's how we met and uh, <laughs> how we're married yeah like hollywood story later. right there yeah. yeah yeah um but since then we started collaborating you know even we were both actors going through the audition circuit and then after a while just kind of you know not really getting much opportunity to audition for really good roles you know um we just started collaborating and making short films and then features so okay so the, so the first one you really collaborated on together was today that's the name by the way yes. i'm not just dropping today 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 um did you guys have raised a little bit of money for that or was that just kind of out of pocket maybe throw together some craft services and get some actors together on weekends out of pocket and no craft services on this one because you know it was really just me with my believe it or not my ipad okay and okay setting it up and taking it to different spots like no help it was just like me yeah. no no not no even audio it was just pick up and go yeah pick okay up but you did it you know the yeah. same thing is you did it and then and then we fast forward a little bit to schlep another another project you guys collaborated on that was a feature in 2016 correct yeah yeah so um did that have any kind of budget or do we want to kind of uh, run up to Mandeo? No, Schlepp is so important. Schlepp okay, let, so let's important. talk about Schlepp then. Your, yeah, your first I, collaborative feature film together. Yeah, well, we were both, you know, this was kind of the first time we were doing this seriously. Yeah. Are, you know, Gina is, uh, I've come to know a very good producer, someone who's very passionate, can make things happen if she believes in the project. And that movie took us three tries to complete. You know, we failed on our first attempt. Our second attempt turned out bad. Our third attempt is what what we have yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now, that, now you got to you got to clarify what that means. Like you, you shot the whole thing and it just the footage was awful, or it just well, on the first version, yes, the, it was awful. The 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 sound the, equipment the sound failed. failed. Um, and we only got two days into that shoot before saying, no, this isn't working. So when we mounted it up again for shooting in Arizona, we shot 12 days, but then everything was great technically, but the the movie itself was like, this is not good, not engaging at all. It you wasn't know? like a script. It was sort of a outline. So, so a lot of improv with the actor. A lot of improv, improv. But, the, but the story still needed work. And yeah. Scott was like an hour into the edit of that version. And he was like, this is not good enough. And now, now I'm hoping with all these uh, catastrophes that you're still kind of out of pocket, micro budget or family and friends putting in money. Yeah, it's a combination of that. We've never, okay. we've never had investors. We didn't, uh, we, uh, we never worked with investors. We did a crowdfunding campaign, for, which we'll get to later, later. on. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that, that, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because that is really the time to, to learn, to find out what works, what doesn't work when you're not messing around with other people's money. So kudos yeah. for you for you know, doing it. And just, it sounds like you just kept pushing to make a better and better and better project, which on the third yeah. time you finished it, correct? Yeah, yeah. I think when you say kept pushing to make it a good product because that's that's very true because yeah. it was just very like we didn't want to end on a sour note that could have right. been the the end for us you know psychologically but i'm glad we pushed the third one we are proud of yeah We're scott scott has amazing high standards when it comes to filmmaking and he just wants to make the best product and so because of him we pushed to make the third version excellent so a lot of a lot of blood sweat and tears but uh you, you did it 
And did, yeah. did, did you get that on in the festival circuit anywhere or what, what happened with that film? Very small uh, festival run. Um, First Glance uh, Film Festival was a, a very fun for us. The audience oh, loved yeah, it. And we were, we were kind of hooked on the audience reaction after that and pushed us to make our next movie, which is Mandeo of the Dead. Okay, well, every, every filmmaker wants to satisfy an audience. So I'm glad you got a good reaction. That's, that's, that's key. So yeah, let's, let's move on to the, uh, the first Mandeo, the Mandeo of the Dead, 2018. Yeah, this one, this one was, was a fun one. one, but it was like, we've never done a genre movie before. But he did sell his car to make that one. Oh yeah. Scotty yeah. sold his and car. You, and you were living in LA at the time. Yeah. In a studio apartment. That's a big commitment. That's a huge commitment, selling your car in LA. Yeah. And then you did some crowdfunding as well? No. Not, not for this one, on the sequel. Oh, okay. Mandia Returns, we okay, did. Okay, so this, this first one was really low budget, probably under 25K. Yeah, it was 13K to shoot it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Excellent. And, and, and tell us how you, that's a huge commitment, by the way. And I really <laughs> respect that out of any filmmaker that sells their car when they're living in LA to get a film made. Well, I'm thankful for her car. You know, her car was around. Yeah. And that's she's a good very, thing. Thank you so much, sweetie. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it, it worked out. It worked out. Yeah. And uh, festival circuit, or what would you guys do with that? Well, so that one, we kind of missed a lot of deadlines because we wanted to get it just right. And, but then I found out that actual, this, uh, the San Diego Comic-Con has a film festival. So, and it was actually free to submit to. So for anyone who makes horror sci-fi films. Wow. So that's, that's a big bomb right there. Can yeah. you repeat that please? Okay. So for San Diego Comic-Con, if you have a genre film, it's free to submit to their film festival. So. Gina, Gina just saved my whole audience uh, 50, 100 bucks on uh, entry fees. Well, and not more than that, they give you complimentary tickets. Wow. So, so you can be at the entire con for free. Wow, that's excellent. So then you had, um, after that, um, you had another film. Was it Return of the Mandela? What was the title of that one? Mandela Returns. Mandeo Returns. Okay, so that's the follow-up. That was very recently, about a year or two ago? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it just released December 15th of 2020. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, and then, um, so let's talk about the release in a minute, but how did you fund that? So that, that was crowdfunded? Yes, yes, that one was Kickstarter. That one we took seriously. Uh, we had done a Kickstarter prior for a different project that never happened, and we failed so hard. Like, big learning lesson. Big learning lesson. Yeah. So we, when we mounted this one up, we, we got help from Justin Giddings, the Kickstarter guy. So anyone in your audience listening, if you want to take your, take your campaign seriously, your crowdfunding campaign, Justin Giddings is the guy, yeah. uh, the kickstarterguy.com. Yeah. I've, I've heard the name, but I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I, I don't know him, but I have heard of him. And, and you bring up a very good, important point. If you're looking to try to finance a movie, even if it's crowdfunding, and you failed miserably, like most people do, why yeah. not try to learn from an expert that's already exactly. done it multiple times? So did you guys pay Justin, or did he take a percentage of what you guys raised? How did that work? You know, this There's an upfront, upfront fee, which... Okay. I don't know if it's changed. And then he takes a small percentage if, if, you, if you succeed. 
and you succeeded. You yeah. raised money. Yeah. We actually, well, yeah. not only that, we, because of taking his course and everything, we raised funds in 11 days and then of our campaign. Out so, of like 30. Out of 30. Out yeah. Of 30, and so. then, so then we overperformed by 132%. So it works. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't want to steal any of Justin's thunder because I, I believe that if you want to, you should really learn from the best. And I'm not the best Kickstarter guy. I actually had a few successes. I had a few failures. But real quick, what are, what are one or two takeaways that you did right the second time where you had that really successful uh, campaign in 11 days versus the first one, which was a failure? I, I think it's about outreach. Like, don't underestimate the amount of outreach sure. that you're going to do within your own network. Like every single friend, every single family, every single person you're connected with on social media, you're going to contact every single one. We also got a team together and they would all be doing yeah. their own yeah. reaching out. You know, I mean, we had a big team of people. It wasn't just us, you know, yeah. everyone had people to reach out to and spread the word on. That's the part that people don't do. Cause it's kind of scary. Yeah. It was scary for us too. So, so how, how big was your, your, your team? This is really interesting. We had like 15 people total. Awesome. And they got, they also got producer credit in exchange for their help. Yeah. So there's a lot of producers on Mandate Returns. But you got to meet And, and uh, what, what was the ballpark of what, what you guys raised? 10,000, 20,000, 30? 26,509. Yeah. Is what we, we, we were, our goal was 20,000. Wow. Wow. That's, yeah. that's substantial because that's, and that, that, that was hundred percent donations, right? Yeah. yeah. So you're not, you're yeah. not eating up equity. You, you guys have the film. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This is no, the first time for that. So that felt, that felt good. And then this was also the first film that got distribution. Yeah. So okay. that's another Well, thing. congratulations. I mean, uh, on a, you know, people think that after 2016, 17, 18, there was this thing, I don't know if you've heard about it, called Kickstarter fatigue or Indiegogo fatigue, meaning yeah. you get hit up by so many different people. I, I get hit up probably three or four times a week on a busy week. Hey, can you put a little bit towards my film? Can you help do my music video? It's like, you know, if I gave 25, 50 bucks to every single one of my friends, it would be hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars every month. And I, 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 I pick and choose a few because I like helping other artists, but it's just crazy. So congratulations on that, first of all. That's, that's huge. Um, Thank you. So let's talk about the distribution. So you've got this return of the Mandeo movie. And how do you get it out there? Uh, Mandeo Returns is, is something, well, we had been looking at Indie Rights. Uh, that's, the, that's our distributor. Indie Rights is really great because they are very transparent, you know, with how they, you know, their money and everything like that. They get 20% um, of everything and it's a three-year contract you can renew. I like that. I mean, yeah. that's just, yeah. I know, I know a lot of people who are with them and they, they, they like being with them. So we had kind of been zeroing in on them like while we were editing and we sent it to them and they, they were totally down, of course, with yeah. it. Um, why they're good is because they, the platforms they get you on are, are just fantastic. They have relationships with 2B TV, um, IMDB TV, which is starting to tick up. Oh yeah. That's, um, and, and places like that, AVOD, um, is where we're kind of uh so so, so advertising based yes Advertise. yes 
yeah ad based that's yeah. the new frontier for, for streaming yeah I, I think it's great i think it's great uh the avod so are you getting a little bit of uh income have you have you kind of climbed out of the expense world or is it still too early for that it's too early we were at the end of a quarter we get quarterly reports so yeah. we we still don't know but we've we've seen other people's numbers we have access to all the numbers in our uh indie film group um yeah. in their group and they're making a killing sometimes on avod and yeah avod is really really great right now and it, and there are more platforms that keep popping up that are avod so we're really excited to yeah. be part of that awesome um, so hope, hopefully in uh, another a few quarters, you'll, you'll break out of the expenses and, and start getting a little bit of money flowing back. That would definitely be preferable. Yeah, that's yeah. the goal. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, tell me a little bit about your, um, you're doing some unique stuff on YouTube and, and you, you have this idea for kind of a new model to use YouTube, I don't, you know, I, I'm going to let you guys explain what, what you're sure. doing with that. I was actually inspired by a guy named Dan Lotz. He's a filmmaker. He's been putting his feature films on his channel. And I want to give credit to him because uh, 922 films on YouTube, because he's just been putting his features on there. And I, and he has, he's grown kind of a fan base from that. And I just really enjoyed that. I mean, YouTube has been here this whole time, but Gina and I have been pursuing the feature film route. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting. We look back now, it's like, oh, I almost wish we had just been doing the YouTube. But actually, this is kind of interesting, the order we're doing. Well, we're treating YouTube kind of like an, another AVOD channel because since you, if you can monetize your channel, you can grow your audience, which is social proof, which would be good for investors in the future. Yeah. You know, they can look at hardcore numbers. And then, um, you know, that's our goal. So by the end of this year, we hope to monetize our channel and put all our films on there and short form content and possibly future series projects and things like that. And that's, you know, we want to grow from there. Well, you're, you're very right because it, it is kind of like an Avod channel once you get to a certain point. And, and remind me, it's been a little while, what, what is the threshold for YouTube now where you can start monetizing? Is it like uh, 10,000 views or 1,000 subscribers? A thousand yeah. subscribers and then four thousand minutes. No of, hours. Four thousand hours of watch time. Yeah. Before it kicks in. Okay, that that's very doable, especially if yeah. you have a couple different um, pieces of content you can put up there and just say, "Hey." And if you're consistent. Yeah, check out our films. They're free. You know, you're yeah. you're, you're getting. I didn't even think about the um, potential investor hook, because you you have proof of concept that hundreds, thousands of people are enjoying your films, you're building an audience, and then you're kind of indirectly going over to the AVOD model, or sooner or later, you're gonna start monetizing on that as well. Right, I mean, the goal is really not only the YouTube channel, but Mandate Returns with all its AVOD, and every, everything we do, we kind of want to monetize. That, that's kind of our goal going forward. And essentially we're, we also, now that we have a relationship with a distributor, that's another, um, like depending on what investors want with their release of the films of future films, if we collaborate with investors, you know, we can go the distributor route, we can go an aggregator route, like with film pub, for example, or we can do a combination. There's so many different ways to make money, make your money back. 
Yeah. And, um, you know, no, no matter what happens, like how, how quickly all the masks come off, how quickly everything gets back to 100% the new normal, I, I, um, I'm a theater guy. I'm going to be one of the few people that does go back to theaters. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know if the theaters are going to be like they were before. And I think some of them might go out of business, which, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Like in L.A., let, let's just say, I don't know the numbers, but let's just say, I don't know, there's 75 movie theaters around Metropolitan Los Angeles. And maybe after COVID, that's weaned down to 50. That's maybe not a bad thing, yeah. right? There'll be healthier yeah. movie yeah. theaters, but um, streaming is definitely the way that everybody is watching content. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, and, I like it. I do like streaming at home. We have HBO Max now, and I, I really enjoy seeing it at home. Yeah. But there are some movies where it's like, oh, this would be great. Like the Justice League uh, extended cut. Oh, I would love to see it in theaters. That would have been exactly. Yeah, you know, Dolby 7.1 surround sound with, you know, yeah. 50-foot screen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So so where can people see Mandeo Returns right now? What, what, what portal would they go to watch your latest film? We would definitely appreciate if they saw it on Tubi TV. It's free for anyone uh, to watch it. It just has ads. And, I'm going to watch it tonight. Oh, dude, thank you so much. Yeah, thank I will you. watch Tubi tonight. Mandeo Returns. Um, rating it on IMDb. You can also watch it on Amazon, but we make a little more on Tubi just up front with you. Yeah. Um, no, that's, that's good information fun. to filmmakers to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly. I, you know, I, I grew up watching television years ago, so... You know, every once in a while I see an ad. I see ads on YouTube anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. You know? All the time. All the, too much, actually. A little yeah, too much. Yeah, it's getting a little crazy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you can check Mandeo Returns there. The first movie in the series, Mandeo of the Dead, it's on my channel right now for free. Um, and That's on, on your YouTube channel. channel. On my YouTube channel. Thank, thank you. Yes, Scotty Dunn. Just go on YouTube. You'll see my face doing this. And uh, that's me. Click on it. You can watch the movie for free, as well as our other feature film, Schlep, and our first short today. Um, we have some short-form content in, on there as well. Yeah, we do want to say that we're doing short-form content every single week. We have little skits that we're doing. We just, we just have, we have one coming out tomorrow. very soon tomorrow. So when you, when your listeners are listening to this, it'll be, it'll be out there. Oh, cool. And so, so all those shorts on, on Scotty Dunn on your YouTube channel. Yeah. All of those different shorts and uh, Mandeo of the Dead, all that together counts to get to your um, thousand subscribers or whatever, so you can start monetizing. Four thousand hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So the more the more people, the better. Let Let's all go. Anyone who's listening to this, go to Scotty Dunn's YouTube channel today or tonight, and at least watch a couple of their uh, their shorts with with Gina and Scotty. What they've done. We would really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. And, and hit the subscribe button. That always helps. We're trying to get that. Yeah, no, I, I don't mind subscribing. I mean, it doesn't really oh, cost you. anything. Um, so what? looking ahead, you're going to use this YouTube model once you start monetizing it and maybe just put your next feature right on there directly, depending on how things go with uh, Mandela Returns and Tubi? Yeah, well... I- the next movie probably won't be Bandeo anything. In fact, I think when we make a feature film again, we're going to go with it a little bigger and I think dip into the investor route, which we haven't done the investor route, you know, just been crowdfunding and our own money. So 
I think if we do a bigger, from now on, feature films will have to be something different and we will be aiming for, you know, distribution and, and film festivals. But right now we're focusing on short form and things like that. We're gonna do a Mandeo TV show, like a little show, short form uh, on the on YouTube, YouTube channel. So oh, it cool. will come back, just not as a feature film. Yeah. And, and more people are consuming web series than ever. So that, that's a format that people are more used to than just watching features. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. So awesome. I, I think you guys got a great plan. And I think uh, when investors look at your body of work, you know, I, I'm, I'm very hesitant advising investors into first time filmmakers that haven't really done much. I mean, it's okay if, if you have an incredible short that won first place at Sundance, something rare like that. But what you guys do, and I think you're laying a really, really solid foundation. And, uh, Congrats on your success getting hooked up with this one distributor and you're already on Tubi, Tubi already on Amazon. And then I love your, uh, your YouTube model. Thank you so much. Well, well, we're finding it as we yeah. go and, and we're thankful for just having the opportunity at all. So, mm -hmm. so any, um, I, I don't know if you're the, and don't take this the wrong way, but uh, you're not necessarily the best people to give advice on raising cash but any other advice since you had that really successful um, Kickstarter campaign, any, and, and that really is cash, but it was donations and it was very yeah. successful. Any, any closing uh, words of advice or some, things that, that helped you be successful without calling, I mean, in addition to calling Justin? I think it's about building a foundation to show some body of work and with, little to no budget just to show that you have the talent and the skills necessary for people to donate to a crowdfunding campaign or for investors to invest into your projects. So I think that's what we're working really hard to build. And I would just like to say, you know, yeah, we haven't dealt with, uh, you know, investors yet. I think this was a good step in between that yeah. because if you can rally people to give you money for your movie, um, I, th I think investors can find confidence in that. And, and also our lesson to ourselves is keep making content. Yeah. Um, don't wait for investors, don't wait for anything. You can do it for free now. So make your stuff and find your voice. Yeah. That's what we've been doing. We've been doing that for years now yeah. and, and starting to feel more confident, starting to feel better. So that's the best thing you can do if you don't have a lot of resources. Excellent. Wise words from Scotty Dunn and Gina Gomez. Thank you to uh, both. And uh, so are there any other ways to follow you or is the best place just to go to uh, the Scotty Dunn YouTube channel? Our, our favorite would be to go to our, our channel. We're also on Twitter. Our Mandeo has like over 10,000 followers yeah. on Twitter. Uh, we both have ones, but YouTube, our YouTube channel, that's where you're going to, you're going to stay up to date with what we're doing. Okay. Give, give that a uh, Twitter handle again. Uh, at Mandeo movie for Twitter. Um, that also is for the Instagram and, and you can follow us too. I'm Scotty Dunnit on Twitter and Scotty Dunn did, on, did it on Instagram. And I'm at Gina Gomez Dunn on Twitter and Instagram and wherever. Perfect. I'll be following you guys today. So I hope some other people do. Following you. Great. Great. That, see, that's the way it works. It, it's, it's pretty easy, isn't yeah. it? I follow you. You follow me. Yeah. It actually worked out better because I got two people right. following me and you only got one following each of you, but yeah. I'm just kidding. Exactly. Um, in all seriousness, thank, thank you very much. I think 
I think you guys laid a really, really good foundation and I uh, wish you all the best for your next project, which will probably be a, a bigger budget, some real investors. And, and that, uh, I, I think it gives a lot of leverage because you're just going to step up your game after you collect some big checks from investors and, and they're going to help you. So it's, it's a really collaborative process once you bring money on board, you know, some serious money on board. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be a learning experience for sure. So I wish, I wish you all the best. Okay, you might not have known we actually took a break, but we did. This was unplanned. I am back with <laughs> Gina Gomez and Scotty Dunn because just when I was about to end our recording, I had already stopped recording, but I was just saying, hey, goodbye, Scotty. Goodbye, hey. Gina. Uh, Gina just dropped an incredible bombshell about your Kickstarter campaign. So uh, go ahead and share. This is This is unbelievable okay so aside from raising the funds within 11 days we actually had one stranger donate three thousand dollars to our campaign um and she wrote to us saying that she used to be a filmmaker when she was younger and she was so inspired by our story and what we're working on that she just wanted to donate three thousand dollars of her Hard earned money. Yeah. So that was like an incredible uh, person. And we were just completely not expecting that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, $3,000 $3, is a decent check when you get a check from an investor and hopefully they're going to get that money back plus some kind of return. But a $3,000 donation yeah. from a stranger, that, that's, that's amazing. So well, she gets perks, you know. <laughs> she gets physical media and things like that. But uh, yeah, <laughs> we love her. We yeah. love her so much. Yeah. We do. <laughs> so the moral of the story is, you just gotta, just gotta get it out there, and you never know who can uh, be the next big investor or donor to finance your movie. Thanks again, guys, for that uh, that little thing at the end. And we're really saying goodbye this time for, for good. So thanks again, Gina. Thanks again, Scotty. Thank you. Thank you. Tune in next week. Or for more info, visit financeyourmovie.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, if you have a story to tell the world, never give up on your dream. Copyright Memoirs Marketing.